get around it by killing all three at once. And then the fucker backstabs me, and I'm just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Before you say go, go, don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. Let me know before you say go, go. I don't want to miss it because it wastes time. Let me know before you say go, go, because I plan on casting a bounce spell. Let me know before you say go, go. You're taking forever tonight. (laughs) Nice. Wake me up before you go. Who's that by? Wham! Oh, that's right. So the reason why I chose Wham this week was for Deadpool that's coming out next week, and he references it in his uh, in the first movie. So this is the song you've been holding. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Excited for this one. I like the wake me up before the the go go. Tell me before you go. go. Yeah, that's nice. It fits into tonight exactly because we played some games and well. First off, welcome to Commander Smiths. Uh, I'm Lowry Smith. I am Adam Smith. And, and cousins? Sure. Cousins? Yeah. No, yeah. We're definitely cousins. And we actually have a new cousin. Yeah. We uh, One of our cousins had a child. Uh, congratulations. To Carly. To Carly. And yeah. uh, it was it's our really new, awesome. It's actually Carly's our designer of our logo for our yeah. podcast. So, so if you her. like it, you can uh, congratulate her on her first kid. and uh, We'll pass it along. Yeah, we'll pass it along. <laughs> Because I so, don't yeah. think she listens. That's our, our new listener. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is uh, episode number 13. 13. Lucky number 13. D.A.C. Trace. Nice. Hey. Espanol. Uh, good Spanish there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, like always, at Commander Smiths. And you can email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. Or check us out on YouTube. Two videos up besides our podcast. Um, we'll be having some more videos coming up here soon. We'll keep working on that. Yeah, actually, I think the next project, the one thing I wanted to work on was talking about the uh, proxies, make a video on how I make the proxies. Yeah. Because I had some people asking about that. So I think that's a work in progress. I think in the next few weeks, I'm going to try to learn that. I think it's a fun thing to learn. <laughs> yeah. So I've but, done uh, it. It's a little time consuming, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it saves your decks. It saves uh, money. your cards. And yeah. It saves money. Uh, this week, uh, we are freaking full with uh, stuff we got to do this week. So we are split into, let's see here, one, two, three, kind of four segments here. Um, yeah. We're initially going to talk about the two decks that we built and we made and played. Muldratha and Slimefoot. Yep. And uh, then I'll also talk about the Commander Spotlight of Slimefoot. Yeah. So we'll go through that deck tech and it'll... Um... It'll be good. Yeah. Uh, Test those bad boys out. But then um, third segment is going to be talking about the Masters 25 cards. Because we're, we're, we're going back to it. Going back to it. But Larry had mentioned when we were talking about Masters 25, you know, in a couple months, that's when the, the market's going to be really low on them. And that's probably the time to buy on those before they yeah, start it's, rising. It's been about six weeks. And I'd say this is kind of the low point, And we'll just go through some of the cards that – should recover and if you want to buy the cards that's kind of the copy. time is pretty much now or if you wanted to spec on some of these it might be a good time yeah and then we're going to talk about uh, our fourth segment is basically news of the week um there's some brawl news and commander 1v1 which really doesn't affect us but it is commander related so we'll kind of discuss yeah. all that yeah. uh towards the end so what should we start off with should we start off with the spotlight or should we talk about tonight's let's talk about tonight's games you want to start out with the 
the games? Yeah, let's start out with the games. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a lot how's to talk that, about. How'd that go? <laughs> how's your back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, needless to say, Lowry is a backstabber. <laughs> this bastard is a freaking backstabber. So, so do you well, want to set this up somehow? Well, let's start off with the first, the one game. When we went 1v1, we, we were waiting for uh, my neighbor to finish up playing. Uh, and so Lowry and I, Lowry got there and I got there around the same time. Yeah. And so we decided to bust out 1v1 because it wasn't going to take long. And Lowry's deck freaking it worked. It rolled. It worked awesome. Like I, I just was like, I can't. I'm done. <laughs> it was. I mean, the value that you get from Moldratha. Basically, I think I had like a turn two or three Hermit Druid, and was able to always hit my land yeah. drop and fill up my graveyard with Moldra- for Moldratha. And then once I put Moldratha down, I was like, just well, sucked value with that town. Is like, I was thinking the whole time with that game, if this was a multiplayer. I think I would have been fine, but because I was the only target and I okay, was the only one, on and I was the only one to try to remove your stuff. Um, I mean, I did do the board wipe, but that really held you one turn. Yeah, you did. You, you did a, a decree of annihilation. I had enough mana to play Moldratha, and then two like an artifact creature and a regular yeah. creature play a couple more lands off of Azusa, and like I just fully recovered. Yeah. So needless to say, at that point, I was like, well. He has about three times the mana as I do and can cast anything from his graveyard. I have maybe two turns left. So we're done. <laughs> yeah. He, and they were done playing at that point too. So we were like, all right, let's get this let's bigger Let's move game. on. Let's, let's do this. So then the first game we played, um, <laughs> let me just start off by saying we, it's like our normal when we play in the play groups. We got yeah. a freaking We attacked. got targeted pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that was Between, the other from two the other against two guys. us two. And after about two or three turns of just getting pounded, we're like, all right, all right you want to do, do an alliance? <laughs> <laughs> Look at each other. Then we shake on it, too. Yeah, we did yeah, shake. We shook on it, and we're like, alliance. I was like, all right, now you know it's two of us against them. We'll, we'll make sure that we can survive the onslaught at this at that point. And so we were, playing, was actually, we were playing Inala and Cranko decks. Yeah. And so the Inala them. deck, for some reason... He had my number. He, he didn't attack anybody else but me. He didn't kill. Like, when my uh, slime foot was the only creature I had, and there was, what, Krenko, all the, the goblins are going crazy. Yeah. He decided to kill my slime foot. I'm like, what? What? That's the threat over there. Like, it just. Krenko was just getting a massive army. Yeah, it was insane. So, actually, Lowry, when we teamed up and we got an alliance, he kept me alive by being able to. I had my tokens out and I had slime foot. So he had Ratchet Bomb, right? Was that yeah, right? Ratchet Bomb was, uh, like, it was basically, Krenko was going to kill us both at the same yeah. time, and I just draw Ratchet Bomb off the top, and I raise my hands, and I'm like, yeah. yes! <laughs> it was pretty sweet. A little bit, and I had Moldratha in play, but that was, like, the only thing I had in play. Yeah. And so I, I land Ratchet Bomb, kill all the tokens. And which actually and then helps I'm able me, to, because yeah. I was, I had, my tokens gained me life, because I was down to... F- what, four, you were at like three, three or four life, yeah. And so he was helping me gain life there. But so here's where the <laughs> fucking turn comes in. No, no, no. We, you know, he. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is when the there's turn a couple comes turns in. later, yeah. and we're uh, kind of. So I'm generating <laughs> tokens. I'm just trying to survive. I was like it's seven life. Well, you have already. the tendershoot dryad out, yeah. with uh, uh, parallel like, lives or doubling season out. Parallel lives with that okay. one. Okay, and so um, he's getting two tokens per turn. Yeah, because I had verdant. Verdant, uh... Well, the tender shirt was getting you one, and it was oh, doubling. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Of... Yep. That was that one. Um, so I had that, and I also had... Didn't I have the guy that did 
uh, one damage for every time my creatures died. Yeah, Zulaport Cutthroat was yeah. out along with Slimefoot. And yeah. so every time a, a sapling went into his graveyard, you Everybody were able to deal two damage two and damage gain two life two off life. of each one of them. So it gets to Lowry's turn. Lowry's next to me. So Lowry gets his turn. He gets his Ratchet Bomb back. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't, I don't care about that. And so then, Mister, I'm only attacking Adam in all uh, the Wizard uh, Nala deck. It he freaking, what did he take? Oh, I, I was like, oh yeah, here, take my Crater of Behemoth because he played uh, something to be able to take. Some yeah, of the there's, uh, I can't quite remember it off the top of my head, but there's a creature with persist, and when it comes into play, you get to bring back a uh, creatures from a graveyard from a graveyard, and he and then he doubled it up with a Nala trigger, and he so he took my Crater Hoof, and, and then my one of my nothings, whatever, basically. yeah, and then all out attacked me with and i was like what i was like okay well i guess i'll, I'll generate because at that point i had uh uh right uh growing rights at itlamog had flipped so it's a gaze cradle basically basically yeah um and so then i was like all right well i'm gonna generate tokens and then I'll block and they'll all die and whatever. And then Lyra's like, yeah, but I'll ratchet bomb and kill them all. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, that was we no, had, nowhere we had an alliance. on my radar. Nowhere. I was like, what is going on? So then I'm like really backpedaling. I'm like, okay, so I have to. But he, but he had two of these things out. And he so he dealt like. 20 damage with them oh, and yeah, gained I, 20 well, lives. I kept forgetting that the double, the parallel lives. So yeah. actually, I was like, oh man, I'm down to like one. And I was like, oh wait, I actually have more tokens that came out. And so, yeah, I did everybody like 20. It, it was like damage. 22 damage at the Brought end. Brought everybody down to whatever, but I was down to one. You, you killed, the, killed Anala, the guy that attacked yeah, me. You were down to one after all the damage was dealt. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so then it gets to Mike, or the, or the next person, the one that's playing Cranko, Cranko, the Cranko player. And he had, um, all he had to do was have one guy tap, red guy. Yeah, he had, he had the enchantment out. Um, he had uh, the, th like, God Throne. It's a two well, mana artifact Kite, that, it? yeah, whenever it's, whenever a creature's uh, end step, how many... it would deal damage to each opponent for each creature he has tapped. So all he had to do was attack Lowry and then I was dead. But I realized if he would have all out attacked Lowry, that Lowry had the game. Like it was, won. I would have been able to survive just barely and then swing back and yeah. kill. So I was like, Mike, I got to make a deal with you. I won't backstab you. I will not kill you until Lowry's dead, but do not attack. Do not tap anything, and I'll see what I can do. And I, at that point, because I had, uh, was it Fecundity? Is yeah, that Fecundity, yeah. So you um, had drawn I had like 10, 20 some cards in my hand. It was too many. And one of them was uh, the bo uh, Bog. Bajuka Bog. Bajuka Bog. Which got uh, rid of my graveyard, <laughs> which graveyard. was a full graveyard. <laughs> yeah. And then I played, I think it was Butcher of Malachar. Butch and, yeah, Butcher. And then I sacrificed my stuff, and so Lowry lost all his creatures. I ended up dying, but I felt I felt like redemption <laughs> after that freaking backstab. I was, I was so freaking mind-boggled that that happened. Well, and that and that kind of... Uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to know. So what, what was the turning point in your head where you were like, all right, this I'm going to fuck him over. <laughs> It was it wasn't a um, gonna mess you over. It was it was based off of like, all right, he's throwing thirty eight points of damage at you, um, and I and I got seven. a little excited uh, because you, once well I knew you were gonna gain a ton of life, but the problem that where I messed up was I did it while you were still kind of de declaring blockers, blockers yeah. and so I killed all your tokens, and then you still were able to block enough to survive to one. Yeah. And what I should have done was Just waited wait for you I, to yeah. 
uh, and so I messed up on that point. But and that's then, not why I'm asking. I'm asking, the point where is, did the knife come out of your back pocket <laughs> and just stabbing me in the damn back? The, <laughs> because that hurt. It, the game needed to get over with. <laughs> and I knew that would you were going to be able to deal a ton of damage. Like, 20, you, you did 22 points of damage and, st- like, still were basically losing, but that's a ton of damage to each player. So 66 damage total when you're blocking so um i felt like that was a time to like i wasn't going to be able to recover if you didn't if if you didn't get nothing (laughs) nothing to you (laughs) i could have killed you a lot sooner (laughs) yeah i had a sort of feast and famine on my moldratha you couldn't block him and i could have just killed you well no that's remember i was talking about i had butcher malachar that so i yeah that's right so this is what also was happening with my turn (laughs) is i had butcher malachar in my hand and i was like well Lowry only has two creatures. I don't want somehow that they kill my creatures and he loses Mildrotha and we both die. So I was like, okay, I don't cast it mm, and yeah, I hold yeah. on to that. Um, but then I also announced that I was like, uh, I could have done this, but Lowry actually already knew I had it because I somehow revealed it. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, no, because it was searching. It was uh, right, Growing Rights of Itlamog. That was the Oh, yeah, card. yeah, yeah. So anyways, I had that in my hand and I also had the poison way of winning. And so I'm sitting there. This is what went through my freaking head i'm like how do i do this because we did agree that we weren't going to kill each other until we got these guys dead (laughs) so maybe i can get around it by killing all three at once and then the fucker backstabs me and i'm just like what (laughs) i was i was feeling guilty i was like god will he be pissed if i do this i mean because i mean technically they're all dead at the same time because i was going to be able to do it i would i would have found that acceptable (laughs) yeah other than the poison part yeah but if you're killing everybody at the same time that's, I, what, I that's definitely... what I justified in my head, but I yeah. had to wait until wait. my because I was getting two saplings each turn. You needed to. to I get needed paid. to have ten, yeah. which I would have had easily by the time my turn because I would have made it a bunch and yeah. sacked them all. And I, when you were making the two, you know, it it would have been uh, a ton of tokens on your side. Like even without poison, you were yeah uh, a lot. Of you damage. killed one person. You almost killed the other person, and I was gaining a, a bit of life off of. Uh, yeah, Ath- that worked pretty good. Yeah, uh, Aetherflux Reservoir. Reservoir. Yeah. yeah, that card was sweet in that deck. Well, yeah, because think if and you Moldrotha. hadn't have done that, you would have been. Dead I would have been from dead that too. first wipeout. Oh, yeah, yeah. with that thing. So absolutely, yeah. I gained. I gained at least twenty life off of Aetherflux. Yeah, it was pretty insane. So yeah, then. Um, Mike ended up winning because I wiped... Krenko. Krenko yeah, won. Krenko, sorry. Yeah, Mike. You know, the Mike card. Yeah. The Mike commander. Mike. <laughs> uh, and then the the second game, that one was a little bit quicker because then we went down to three players. Yeah. The, um, and all a player third left. game, I guess, technically. Yep. Um, so then that one, I ended up comboing off accidentally i guess i didn't even you didn't realize that the combo was in there yeah and so i had uh necro what is it necrogenesis yeah necrogenesis and then i played um doubling season and i was able to sack and i had utopian micon and so you were able to sack sack my tokens so it's a lot of pieces to be able to make that work but you you got to remove lowry's graveyard and then i went to remove I, th- I think Krenko's the other thing graveyard. that it's it's not an infinite con. Well, it technically is. Well, uh, you have to have the targets. Yeah, so you need the targets of the creatures. And with Moldratha, I had a Hermit Druid in that game as well. So I had like half my yeah, library in my graveyard. <laughs> and so he had a, a ton of creatures that he could get rid of. So you ended up uh, removing 
uh, 11 or 11 12 creatures from everybody's graveyard, and then you had Zulaport and Slimefoot again, and you were able to do... 40, I think it was, close to that damage. Or, yeah, 40, 40, yeah. It, uh, uh, it was like 22, but we were both below 20, yeah. so you were able to just kind of get it done with. But, yeah, I mean, that his that Hermit freaking... Yeah, hermit Druid's really, uh, really powerful. I mean, it's, it's, it's always powerful in that in one, deck. too, as well, where it didn't hit as much as you wanted with the creatures, but yeah. it's still... It still it, it made me do things different because I was trying to get to your hermit, but by you putting those tokens out, it made it two turns later before I put out um, Grave Pact. Oh yeah, to try yeah. to wipe your guys' stuff. So um, that did help in that aspect because if you only had the two out, I was just gonna. It would have been super easy yeah, to get that, but now, I actually had to work at trying and, to kill him. And that is one thing that I found with my deck is like when I'm sacrificing my creatures for the value. Like grave packed effects really hurt me. Like they're really good against me, um, because I just don't have enough creatures to keep up. Yeah. And so with with the slime foot deck, uh, being able to like sacrifice saplings, which gets rid of everybody's uh, creatures with grave packed in play, I just couldn't keep up. I was just like, I played a Karn to get rid of grave pack. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't play Moldratha then and I then bring back right enchantment yeah. or artifact hate. Because you sacrifice, Muldrotha goes away. I never get a chance to cast yeah. the spell. So the value, if the Grave Pact is in play, I just don't have, uh, you know, there's Pact of Erebos. I think that's right. Yep. Um, and then there's also, like, Flesh Brag Marauder and the like like that. And it's just, that style is going to be really tough for Muldrotha, my, my deck, to fight through overall how do you think i i thought your deck played really well i freaking i did it would got scary this is what happened a lot like, I, I really liked it uh when i was able to like uh i was able to play like five six like uh spells in a turn mm-hmm. and just kind of like be able to slowly take over advantage well that uh artifact or artifact the enchantment the blue one that bounces a creature seal that of was, removal yeah, was really was good, good. Because it's just one blue sits there, and then it's an enchantment. You sacrifice the enchantment, and, and the it ratchet bombs it. worked really well. I'm really interested. I want to play more games with that to see. Because two out of the three games, you had the hermit, and the the second game where you didn't have the hermit, it did well with the graveyard. But yep. your graveyard wasn't like yeah. Half I had your deck I had like type. six or seven cards, in but there, you were still able to boom, do. Boom, boom, that's boom, where boom. you're using ratchet bomb, and it was working yeah, well. Yeah, sealer removal. I think I cast Karn in that game too. Yeah. Um. One one thing that I wasn't ready for was uh, I, I cast Windfall, and then because I'm able to play my cards, it, my converted mana cost is really low on the deck, and so I was able to. I had one card in my hand, which was Karn, and everybody else had four, five, and six cards. So I just Windfall, and drew six cards. So and you, it was it was really sweet. Really, yeah. So you're looking at more getting. A couple I, I might more of add those. in like a Whispering Madness, like yeah, you talked like, about uh, before this. Yeah um and then just, what was the other just, one there was that black one that we dark deal yeah but that one wasn't it's for how many that's more discard. like a windfall yeah. yeah so i i i wouldn't be able to draw a ton of cards at that point um but so. yeah it gets scary i mean the be able to get that land and that's why that hermit is <laughs> and we're not playing a lot of tutors like yeah we're not the the i have two tutors in this deck and you had two tutors two i in have that yeah sidisi uh undead vizier or Which whatever is what i use in mine as well you had yours and then i had intuition and you had court of calling yep because okay. it goes with the whole counter stuff now and i do want to point this out that adam cheated, cheated. Uh, so <laughs> last <laughs> last week <laughs> last week we did Muldrotha deck tech and so he knew every card in my <laughs> deck 
And then we got and then we got together and we played. I never got to look at his deck. He no, got to just do whatever he want willy nilly without yeah, me knowing what right. was going on. <laughs> you put all the counter hate and all that stuff. <laughs> that yeah. that is legit though. Like <laughs> uh, Ratchet Bomb was perfect against Krenko. That's yeah, what it was it against. Did work good against. You Krenko need to and you me. need to plan against token decks. <laughs> you should always have at least one thing. Um, uh, I actually, uh, I will say I was adjusting, but then I didn't do it like not adjust like attrition originally i wasn't gonna have in there because you had black and i was like well that's not gonna do much but i was like i'm facing more than just lowry's deck and he has more than one black creature or you know yeah yep. other colors in there so i was like i need attrition i need the sack engine and board control and attrition's so, really good so um there wasn't anything that i added to deal with your deck when i generally make a deck i want an answer for everything and so that's yep. the bajuka bog bog um that's the only mass removal of a graveyard that i have in the deck otherwise i have the spot removal creature stuff yeah like uh necrogenesis yeah so that's and the only one that's of your graveyard the other one of is mine the new one off of um dominaria oh, fungal bloom yeah no yeah. it's not a fungal no. bloom, but it's fungal something or other something with fungus yeah <laughs> fungus among damn saplings but yeah that uh, one's pretty sweet how, how, i like that card a lot what what did you think about your deck did you I, like I, how it ran i really enjoyed it um one thing that i noticed while playing it is the old fungus stuff getting the spore the counters, spore counters. It takes a long time unless you have a generation of um the doubling season or i did not put um, primal vigor in there would that even help it uh, i don't think one, so because that's one one counters yeah. and tokens I, yeah so um and then i didn't put contagion engine in there or yeah that... what yeah contagion engine what uh that could have worked but what what is the ability that it ends up having what what does it do the contagion engine oh it yeah. does you get put minus one minus propagator one or what it... no it's proliferate proliferate. And proliferate again so you do it twice yeah and that could be worth it yeah so that's on my cutting board of stuff to put in there but it, it also deals with the other person's board where you can give a minus one minus one counter to everything and slowly get rid of their yeah. stuff and it yeah. doesn't matter if they have hex proof or whatever because it's going to target them anyways yeah so uh overall i liked it a lot i think in multiplayer it's going to do very well because there it is a lot of low casting cost creatures. And so I at least can get blockers out there and make a board presence. And then when it goes off, it goes off. Yeah. I mean, I was really impressed with like when you were dealing 10, 20 damage to everybody in chunks. Yeah. And it was just like, you build this, this board state does that doesn't look super threatening, but it's threatening enough to like, Oh, maybe I I shouldn't attack all of you. I need to figure out how to get rid of these other pieces. Yeah. Um, but then you're just able to sacrifice at will, and even getting rid of those creatures wouldn't help. You got to almost do it before you build up your your army yeah. right there. And so you have to play against Slimefoot a little bit to figure. I need to get rid of Slimefoot or the other pieces yeah. that and that, before. That's kind of one of the sacrifices I made in the deck is I don't have as much protection for Slimefoot because I figured with Slimefoot being such a low casting cost commander, uh, and this is supposed to generate a lot of mana, like going to search for mana, the whatever, everything. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of mana generation in it that I didn't put as much protection in. And actually, I don't care if you kill my stuff is kind of the point of it because... I want stuff to die so that I can do one damage or and gain life from all that. True enough. So like I took out uh, heroic intervention. I had you know a couple other things we can talk about when we get into the spot 
Spotlight. Commander's Commander's Spotlight. Yeah. But yeah, I, overall, it fit my style of play. I mean, it did. That's yeah, how really I play did. is like to sit back and just like because I didn't at that point when I got attacked and I did that amount of damage. That wasn't in my radar of like I could do that at that point. It was I was backed in a corner. How the f am I going to stay alive? <laughs> so I was like, okay, I got to gain this much life from all these guys dying, and da 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 da. And so I was just. And your decks end up doing that quite a bit anyway. Like it's there's a tallying of like, oh, you know what? I need I missed that trigger. Yeah, you know, but that happened. And it's funny because we built our decks, and you know, with commanders we peed on. Yeah. And they ended up turning out more of how we build decks because yours is very much like every single game you had a ton of mana. You were able to bring it out. You you do a lot of recursion from your graveyard and trickery stuff like that. <laughs> uh, more control. Um, and it did that exact – it's a Lowry play style. Yeah. So, like, one one really nice thing in our in our third game where it was uh, Slimefoot, Muldrotha, and Krenko, just the three people. Uh, Krenko player just – threw a um a goblin at me he's like i'm gonna deal you four damage and then i played necropo uh, uh an aura that oh, you can play at instant this. speed but you got to sacrifice it at unturn and so i was able to play that bring back eternal witness that brought exploration into my hand <laughs> and then block kill the goblin my eternal witness was gonna die anyway went into the graveyard next turn uh, I was able to play Exploration, do Hermit land. Druid, yeah, play insane. a land. I had a land in my hand, and I went up, I went from five to like seven to nine land. I was way ahead. Yeah, it was pretty insane. And that's typically how you run with decks. You freaking go crazy with land and drawing and everything, and you take control that way. And it gets – Lowry gets scary. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get teamed up on and... – <laughs> Well, I, we were, from the beginning, both of us attacking Lowry uh, once he got the Hermit out. <laughs> yeah. Once the Hermit was out, I was like, nope, we have to kill him. And he actually put us, not Swift Boots, he put um, uh, Lightning Greaves on, on it. Because I was going to target it with my Death <sighs> death Spore. But you put the Lightning Greaves on it, so I couldn't freaking touch it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a good play. But, yeah, I mean, it was really cool. I loved, I it was, this was fun to have, like, almost an assignment of, like, all right, these are the Pedon commanders. Go Let's for build it. Build a deck and see what we can come up with. And it turns out we build decks like we build decks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it always fits our play style. So, but I mean, it could it could have been based off of us uh, going like being attracted towards the decks that yeah. are with our play yep. style. That's um, totally true. That's exactly what it is. Uh, does that kind of wrap up the segment one? The yeah, talking about the is games. Anything else you want to talk about with that? I think. I mean. It'll be fun to play this the, a little bit more. The only other like play that I did that I was really enjoyed was oh. like I cast Emrakul, yeah, the promised end. Say. You didn't do that once. You did that in the one v one game. You didn't cast him. You played. Oh him. yeah, but no, you, yeah. You cast him in the one game. I did it in the three person game though. I cast him. Yeah. Yeah. And so I took over the Krenko turn Ugh. and attacked Adam with like twenty eight points of damage. Games <laughs> through to me, but he made the mistake with the uh, not. You kept my. Oh no! Didn't you steal? So oh yeah, you stole my freaking slime. Foot. So the Cranko <laughs> player had, um, oh man, I can't remember the name of the card, but it's five mana. It's a, a two two or a three three with haste, and when it comes into play, steal, uh, a, steal creature. a creature, untap it, it gains haste. And so I I played that from the guy from the Cranko hand, stole slime foot. And attacked myself with Krenko and Slimefoot because I wanted to kill them both. Slimefoot. And then I attacked 
at him with every all the other goblins with the 28 points of damage and then uh the crappy thing was so i killed Cranko with emrakul and then i was blocking um slimefoot with two two two, 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 two zombies. zombies and then adam was able to kill one of the zombies before they dealt damage so a slimefoot survived um and then i just i got super excited though before all that because i should have moved my lightning greaves over to Emrakul to protect him from anything because I still wanted to block him, but I uh, block and kill like. But he Franco. never got targeted after that, did he? Uh, yeah, he got he got killed by the. Wasn't me sacrificed? No, it was the dragon storm thing. Oh, it's yeah, a six that's mana right. Right. destroy yeah. all creatures, give four four dragons to people. Yeah. So the Cranko player turned all his goblins yeah, into insane. four four. I was like, Lowry, I don't have an answer for this. <laughs> and you're like, don't worry. I got I, I got it. <laughs> Most repulse. Yeah, it was like, yay, I like you again. My back feels a little bit better. That wound is healing nice. So I, I thought there was some really good gameplay with a lot of uh, what was going on with our decks. I mean, we only played for three hours. Yeah. We got a lot of good interaction and games in with some, these cards. Some pretty good interaction, politicking, yeah. backstabbing. <laughs> we even shook on it, Lowry. Yeah. You know, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And I can if you say want, that if you I'm want a, a real uh, one, you need to spit in your hands. Yeah, I, I guess that's do what we gotta do next time. Blood brothers or something. <laughs> Cut our hands. Blood bond. I'm never trusting you again with that crap. I'm gonna always be like, oh, Lowry, that guy. I th- I think what you should do. I think you could still do it with me, we but understand that it's gonna be a backstab. Eventually, you so, just gotta figure out when that backstab's gonna be. Here's the only credit I will give you is that when we were on the alliance. We didn't put out specific parameters. Like what I should have said or you should have said at the time is we can't attack or well that Yeah, that, we didn't we didn't do any of that. It was just like we need we to make sure can, that we uh control this game. Yeah. And so or take it back. I think with if I would have done parameters if if we would have said we can't kill each other if until the other two are dead, then maybe. But even then you could have got around him and been like, I didn't kill you. It was him that killed you. <laughs> So I just know I your trickery. I know your trickery with it. So I, I will never trust you again. Well, okay, set up more parameters. I'm a trustworthy guy. <laughs> no, don't. And so don't ever trust Larry. I think uh, <laughs> never trust a fart. <laughs> That's disappointing. Yeah, you did that right at the beginning of this podcast. Don't. I, ever I mean, trust we that went fart. like five, six turns with doing nothing and helping each other out. Yeah, that was it. Was it was helpful? I stayed alive. Thank you. Yeah. And then, ah. Right I back. helped you stay alive, you recovered, and then I wanted to kill you. <laughs> if you can tell, I'm a little bitter. So yeah. we're going to move on. Move on <laughs> to ridiculous. our commander spotlight. Um, so how I built this deck, uh, as you can kind of hear from how the games went, it's more focused on getting the, the, the tokens out. And I have two sack engines with Grave Pact and – not sack engines, but – to be able to control the board a little bit with Grave Pact and uh, Butcher Malakar. Basically, how this deck breaks down is you have your Fungus, which uh, should we read through well, all I mean, you, you got, like, I mean, it's the, the ones that create spores. So, like, Thalid, Thalid Devour, uh, Vital Spore, Thalid. Wh- which ones did you really like that so you had in there? Death Spore works really well with the minus one, minus one. Oh, so like sacrificing a, a sapperling and get... then giving a creature minus one, minus yep. one until end of turn? Uh, I never got to use Spore Sour, um, Thalid. I have that on there twice for some reason. Um, Psychotrope, Thalid, that helped me a little bit because it's one to draw the cards. Draw a card. 
Um, and Utopia Micon yeah, seemed to really Utopia work for you. Utopia is really good. Which that, is, it's a one mana O2 during your upkeep, put a spore counter on, you can sac- sacrifice sapperlings to uh, give you any color of mana. Yeah. Um, that fun. worked really well. And then the other one that I don't have in the fungus part, but it is a fungus, is the, it's in my sack outlets, but it's the Thalid Soothsayer. Which is, is that the one that's tap two, sacrifice tap a creature two. to draw a card? Yeah, and the nice yeah. thing about that is it sacrifice a creature. It's not just a, a sapling. Yeah, So it helps when you need to sacrifice other things. So the other one, the, the one that I was talking about before, that one you have to specifically go after a sapling. So those are my fungus. I think there's about 10 of them. Um, yeah, and I think there's there's more than that, and you can if oh yeah definitely I had to cut and you a can lot. go out and find them. But like Adam was saying before, like the spore counters are kind of slow. Yeah, you either need something that's going to help you bow, or double that or add spore counters onto it. There is At some a stuff pace. on there. Um, these are more how I built it is to have these out, and they're just slowly gaining. But then you have the big guys that. Uh, we can get into that, the counter manipulation stuff. The big guys yeah. to bring stuff out faster. So you have doubling season, um, that with parallel lives do the same thing where it's doubling the amount of tokens that are into play. Yeah. Yep. And then Saperlene Symbiosis, that was one of your specs. Yeah, and I think I can see this being really good in your deck. You just it was didn't in draw my, it. it was in my hand um, was it? the last game, but I just had to do other things um instead of that. Um, Sprout Swarm, that helped a little. That card, that card was really good in our, yeah. our 1v1, 1v1 game. Yeah, because yeah, I'd go and I'm going to kill your slime foot. And then you're like, well, tap that and, you know, four other creatures and or land. Yeah. And then I got another one. I was able to do it again. And then it, yeah, you it, got the value out of it. And I was just it, like, I, I actually ended up like, um, I went to go get Mind Slicer. I was going to bring that back the next turn oh, if, to, make, to, to get rid of that. But then I hit you with Sword of Feast and Famine. So and then I had you, to discard. I discarded it because I had to do a board wipe. Yeah. That's why I got rid of it. But, yeah, that that works really well, especially, I think, in multiplayer games. It, I think yeah. that's going to work really yeah. well. Sapling Symbiosis or uh, Sprout Swarm was yep. really good. I didn't get to use Nemata um, at all. Um, do you think that'd be all right, though? Yeah, because it has the... The three, the overrun effect. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So you sacrifice one and it gives the one plus one to all sapperlings, which is really good. Uh, Tender shoot really was awesome. I yeah, loved that. Card I was impressed by it because each time I had it out, it gave my, all my sapperlings were three threes, and then every turn I was getting a yeah, one I, one. And in each commander, time, I feel like ascend is really good. Yeah, I think you're just gonna have ten permanents. Yeah, I feel like that was my star of the deck for the three games that we played because that was the one that i got the most use out of i think okay um and then going from there we got there we talk about parallel lives i didn't get to play michaeloth i would have liked to play that i had it in my hand at one point but michaeloth is always a scary card for yeah. me like i because i just want to like when i play it i want to just sacrifice for the mo- the best value but it got a, you got to wait a turn to yeah, get all your tokens out after that. It'd be nice if it was everybody's turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be. Yeah, that's that's ex- exactly the point of why I never. It was in my hand. I think the, it was in my hand the last game, but I didn't cast it because one, I didn't have enough saplings out there. Were you know enough stuff that I wanted to sack to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, late game, I can see that being really good um, to play with Slimefoot, and if you got like a Blood Artist mm-hmm. or the Zulaport out, and then you just sacrifice everything about those two. And yeah, 
So that's another yeah. thing I did notice I while I was playing good. is like cards that come in like that that have the ability of being able to sack whatever you want becomes very beneficial because that's how I was planning on winning that that first four person game was I was gonna have enough of those sapperlings out give um, Slimefoot infect. And then I was going to play Mike Loth. Actually, it was going to be the other oh, one, the, that's... De- the Devour guy that gets. I get to draw a card for each uh, guy it devours. Yeah. So that was my sack out, is I was just going to drop him down. Skull Mulcher. Yep. And so I was going to drop him down, sack all those saplings I had, draw all those cards, but then everybody gets 10 poison counters and it's done. So that's. So why you got to draw 10 cards? Just to it's be like, hey, I got more cards in my hand. I got these. <laughs> uh, and then kind of to round it off with that. Well, actually, there's. Three more. So you got Jade Mage, which is um, one and one green and two colors, and you can create saplings. Do you think that was going to be any good? I don't know. I, I never got around to getting her. Yeah. Um, one I'd really like to see happen is Necrogenesis, because that one comes into play. It has seven fade counters on it. No, that's oh, not, wait, Necrogenesis. No, not Necrogenesis. That's the graveyard removal. Yeah. Sorry, that's the other one. Um, which one is that? Sapling Burst. Is that the right one? Sapling yeah. Burst. Yep. Sapling Burst is the one that... Oh, yeah, that's the one I, I took out. It originally was on my sideboard. Not sideboard, but my cards that were... On the fence. Yeah. Remember, so Adam up... starts out with... You know, it's a 100-card deck. He starts out with 300 cards. <laughs> somehow yeah. pairs it all down. And then he adds land in somewhere. <laughs> so well, seriously, how was that? When he's like... I, I had, this was in the cards that I almost kept, <laughs> yeah. which is a, a pile of bigger than his deck already. Yeah. No, so, I had 90 <laughs> cards on Monday that I had to cut down to Jesus. 64. It was pretty insane. Um, but yeah, what Sapperling Burst does is it's one and four. It's an enchantment with fading seven. But when you remove, you can remove a fade counter from it to make a Sapperling that's as strong as how many fade counters are on it. So you could remove them all at once. You can go, all right, I'm going to remove all seven. You make seven one ones at that point, but then they immediately die. So you do seven damage and gain seven life with slime foot. So that's, kind of the interesting thing it can be a game winner at the end depending on how many of the slime foots and cutthroats and all that that you have out that deal yeah, that seems pretty damage. cool um so yeah that was pretty so much it's, it's almost like you want to be able to build up a, like a critical mass of sapperlings and then be able to get rid of them all as, as long as slime foot and or another uh, effect like that happens yeah and then it's just everybody takes 10 20 life yeah that's pretty much it. Oh, one last card was Verdant Embrace, which that worked pretty good in one of the games. Actually, it was that last game. Yeah. Because then uh, Mike turned it into a dragon. I was like, damn it. It's <laughs> the one time you don't want to sap or uh, Yeah. It was a Thalid. Was that's thalid. why I put it on the Thalid. The original like, OG Thalid. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I am going to put this in the least threatening of my... It was the one that didn't do anything besides that. And he turned it into a fucking dragon. I mean, it was a good call. It was. That was actually <laughs> the right play um yeah so that that's pretty much my my token generation so we went through the fungus now you you were saying that you wanted to have you like thought you would have a lot of land and like ramp in oh yeah so yeah with this i didn't put as many like mono i didn't put mono rocks necessarily besides your normal soul ring yeah soul ring has to be in there but since i'm sacrificing a lot of things uh, i wanted cards that when they came into play they were creatures and they got me a land that came into play, not necessarily into my hand. There is one that goes into my hand, but 
Yeah. That's the one that goes and searches for a forest, I believe. So I can go search no, for... No, Silver Ranger will go and get you any basic land, but basic. it goes into your hand. Yeah. Um, oh. So I had Wood Elves in there, Fairhaven Elf, Yabamaya Elder, Silver Ranger, and then Solum Simulacrum. Sad Robot, Sad which robot. is understandable. Like, you're, you're sacrificing creatures in this deck, and Solum is one of the best creatures to sacrifice. Sac, yeah, exactly. Uh, that... What, with. So one thing that I've always like Yavimaya Elder, um, they used to call it the uh, Green Ancestral Recall, because basically it's green. Mm-hmm. You're sacrif- like if you're able to sacrifice it for the two, you're uh, drawing a card and getting two basic lands in your hand. So you're putting three cards into mm-hmm. your hand, and that was the general consensus. I've always cut it. I've never oh, really? been able to like keep it in a deck. I don't. I don't know if I like it enough yeah so i just needed i didn't have enough uh things i just needed land to be able to go Go filter through my deck and the other point of this deck um with those guys going into the graveyard is i do have some recursion so i can keep doing it is what i want to do uh i kind of took one of the ideas that you had um from your deck the Mm -hmm. um eternal witness yeah uh what's it eternal witness what's that Um, bringing a card back from my hand no 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 you're why do i oh journey to eternity oh yeah because then you can constantly bring stuff back well it's all so all my recursion so eternal witness but then Marin of clan neltoth that one will keep doing it classic and then whisper blood the new one from um this is dominaria whisper blood liturgist yeah but that one I feel like it's a better Hell's Caretaker because Hell's Caretaker, you have to do it your upkeep. This, yeah, you sacrifice two things, but it's it's saplings. And you can do it at any point and bring a creature back. So I have quite a few recursion stuff, and so that's why I was going to work with the five, six things that when they go to the come into play, you get a land. So I'm filtering through. Yeah, and I I always, you know, you you were talking about it earlier, I always like having a little bit of recursion Mm -hmm. because stuff is going to die in... Uh, commander you're just going to have stuff in your graveyard and so just you don't even have to be based off of it but if you have stuff that can bring something back even a land to like oh i need i need a different color eternal witness get back a fetch land go and get the color you need like it's that basic in my mind and i think it's really good yeah um so then moving from that we get into the sack outlets kind of talked about the one before was the thalid soothsayer um evolutionary leap that's the one where you it's an enchantment yeah tap one green sacrifice creature reveal top cards of your library until you get a creature put it in your hand i can see that being really good um yeah i'll get rid of my one little sapperling token to go get a creature that i actually need you yeah. know like it's... <laughs> and deal deal everybody a damage and i gain a life yeah, exactly and attrition is classic uh viscera seer i think is a free sack outlet yeah, scrying nice. seems really so good. That, that's part of it too is you need some of those free sack outlets because it can get you know you get mana screwed <laughs> not mana screwed but you've run out of mana but yeah and you want to be able to still helps. sacrifice things and yeah. like i think it makes it's a good point with Slimefoot. You want to if you have that mana, you want to be using it to create the saplings with Slimefoot. Yeah, and then you can sacrifice for free uh, for that point. Like you can almost technically 
I, I don't know if you had thought about this, but like uh, another one you have on your list is uh, Ashnod's Altar. Yeah, no, I was just thinking. So right if you now, went Slimefoot, doubling Ash, season or parallel and Ashnod's, like, you can boop, boop. you you win. Yeah, exactly. You, you have accidental yeah, infinite just combos in here. I was like, oh yeah, I hate your deck now. <laughs> it's a son of a bee. Hey, it's it's an accident. Yeah. Whoops. You're an accident. <laughs> just hey, kidding. You're the first one. What? <laughs> you were wanted. Uh, so then to control the board, I have, like I talked about earlier, um, Butcher of Malachar and Grave Pack. But then I also, to get rid of some stuff, uh, the only enchantment in artifact removal is my, using Fraley's the Planeswalker. And Reclamation Sage. Right. Yep. And then Decree of Pain is the one that I we talked about earlier, too, or Destroy All Creatures, draw a card for each creature destroyed, or you can do the Cycling and it does minus two, minus two, but you don't get the draw effect. Nobody wants to cycle it. Yeah. You want to draw, <laughs> kill the board, draw a ton of cards. Yeah. It's amazing. So, and, and if you have tokens out, that's going to most likely help you too. So that I was actually planning on doing it that first game, but then you bounced all my shit to my hand. Yeah. It was you the right that? thing to do. Yeah. It was yeah. great. Yeah. You, you wind up winning that. <laughs> no, uh, you conceded. Different. Yeah. It's still winning. Um, then I have, I have quite a few drawing stuff. So since I don't have... Uh, like I talked about before, the tutors, the two tutors I have. Since we normally play with, you know, five, six tutors, uh, I need a lot more drawings. So. Yeah, we're trying to, again, we're trying to cut that out um, so the games become a little bit more random, less less predictable. Yeah, so you have your two typical Sylvan Library, which actually is the first time I've put Sylvan Library into my deck because I've been running with Mary's Guile and Sensei's. What do you think of it? I liked it. It just the only time I play, I actually got to play it. I should say I've had it in another deck. I think but I've never played, played it. it. This was the first time I played it. It just didn't work in the situation I was in. I, you know, it didn't help me at that point. I couldn't. T- I did one extra card, and then by that point, that's when it, uh, when we were being picked on. Yeah, a that's bit. when I was like, I don't have enough life to do this again. <laughs> but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to play with that more because i can see it where you're like okay i'll draw the two just to get rid of see something else you know that's the nice thing is having that option uh i never played senseis but it is in this deck i also have life crafters beast bestiality no (laughs) bestiary don't say it like that Uh, i never got that out but that should be good i got growing rights of itlamog out that that one i like that's pretty sweet in that token deck yeah that that's a pretty awesome card um smothering abomination i was excited for this card but i never got to play it so what is that one? it's an eldrazi it's two black and two colorless mm-hmm. it's a flying i think it's a flying three four but four each, three i think four three yeah you're right four three but then you have to sacrifice a creature at the beginning of your upkeep and anytime you sacrifice a creature you draw a card so but it has it's, to be a yeah, sack and, you know so but i'm sacking stuff so i could draw multiple multiple cards with that and then it also gives me my not many flyers in this deck. <laughs> so it's one of my Oh, that's true. Yeah, two flyers. you don't have a ton of flyers. Uh, and then to round off the draw, uh, Fecundity, we, that worked out really well. Skull Muncher talked about that. And yeah, Fecundity plots. drew you a ton of cards. Yeah, that was pretty much how I made it so Lowry didn't win that I think it's a game. little dangerous against other token decks, but it's... It's really good in this deck, I think. And then we move into the game winners. Um, Beastmaster Ascension. It's a pretty good one for this because if you have a little tokens in there, six sixes instead of one ones. Uh, 
Crater Hoof, of course. I was debating not even putting that in there just to be like, I want something different to win the game with. But well, I never got to use it. I want to be different. I almost got it used in my face. <laughs> you definitely got it used yeah, in your face. I, but I didn't die from it. I ended up killing him. So, not, not, yeah. I was trying, though. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Coat of Arms, that would be good with the multiple. Yeah, with yeah. all the saplings. Yeah. And you, you have a ton of fungus that are, uh, I think they all kind of work. And then I talked about glistening oil and then also Eldrazi Monument. So, like, has a little bit of sack part to it, but it gives them flying too. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I, I wish you could see it. <laughs> a little hand gesture. Woo! Flying like over a, the top. It's like a Pegasus <laughs> going over the plateau. Uh, but yeah, so those great sunset. <laughs> Maybe some rain clouds in the. <laughs> That's my thunder. I like it. Uh, and, and then the additional damage. Talked about that. This should end up rounding off my stuff. Was the. Falcon Wrath Noble, Zolaport, Cutthroat, Blood Artist, and then Helm of the Host I put in that spot because you can put it right on Slime Foot. If you put it, yeah, if you put it on Slime Foot, foot and then you're doubling the triggers, I can see that happening pretty yeah. cool. So that pretty much rounds up the deck. Uh, we'll be putting the, uh, like we did the, with Larry's deck. Yeah, we put, uh, we'll put it on uh, tappedout.net and then it'll get you a. Uh, full deck list of what Adam kind of played with, and it'll hopefully give you some ideas if you want to build Slimefoot. Uh, you and can look private, at Eldrotha. Right? No one yeah. else sees our. But you right now, on... I haven't. I I believe that's the case where I haven't like set it out into the wild of tappedout.net. Into um, the wild. <laughs> uh, so right now, it's just kind of you know our listeners kind of looking at the the decks at this point. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm new to the site, so I, I'm not 100% on everything at it yet. So, yeah, so, we'll get that list up. And if you have any comments or things you'd like to add, now the land, you know, you just, we'll put that on there too. But it's just, you use your utility land. Like, I don't know, I put in West, what, the Abbey? The one Westville or, Abbey. Yeah, that That's one, not a bad one works with the sack and stuff. So, yeah, so that, I like the deck. I'm definitely going to play it a lot more um, here in the future. So now we move into our Masters 25 specs um do we just want to kind of list since we're kind of running short on time do we want to list we, we and can say be that... kind of this is technically our smith specs yes. section um we've we've we kind of almost started off with masters 25 the first couple you know well after and... uh probably starting what episode four or five yeah i think um, starting with those specs i think what we could do um uh, kind of on-air production is production <laughs> meeting right here yeah is We've already talked about these cards in detail. If you want to hear about the cards in detail, what we thought of them, you can go back to those episodes that talk about it. We're just going to name the cards and really kind of go with a little bit of why we think that they're good. And if you want to go with the foil or the regular, does that sound good? Yeah, I think that's all right. Um, just so we don't go and, into and like three hours of talking. Yeah, we don't We don't want to do that. You guys don't like us that much. <laughs> and But uh, also remember we have uh, card tags at the bottom of at least a Podbean or on Twitter. Yep. You can at least go and see where they are and what episode they are if you want to go and find out uh, what we said about them. Yeah, so why don't we start um well should we just start with the lands um i feel like all those lands need to be bought now <laughs> the the filter lands uh so cards like twilight mire fetid heath cascade bluff flooded grove and rugged prairie the um, only reason i say that with these and i'll do a little detail i guess with them but is the foils right now are like 
17 bucks, but your foils for any of the other Eventide and, well, the Expeditions, expeditions. are really expensive. Or, you know, that's but a little it's 70, 71 bucks. And 88 for the Expedition. So you're looking at a $50. Potential. Yeah. And the regular Eventide ones are, you know, in the 20s. So yeah. it, it, that's also a set that isn't. There isn't a lot out there, so it's a little more rare. So you're kind of saying go after the foils, foils more? more than the regulars. And I think if you don't have any, it's fine to go and get regulars. Oh, yeah. They're solid cards and Commander. I'd say more in spec-wise, if you're trying to make yeah. some money off of it, I would say go for the foils of all of these, Yeah. Okay. which I think I'm going to try to shoot for. And they're only, they're, you know. Under 20 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, they're almost uh, 1.5 more than what it costs to get the regular, because the regulars are oh, 10. True. So it's not that much more expensive. Um, what was one that you had stated you wanted on um, there? I, and this, I think we've talked about this one twice, but Street Wraith uh, mm -hmm. is perfectly uh, a perfect time to buy it. It's an uncommon from this set. It was reprinted in Modern Masters and in Future Sight, but it's like a 7 to $9 card. Mm -hmm. uh, played um, in Modern, pretty heavy. Uh, yeah, and I'd say probably what the, go for the regular on these because you can for two dollars. Yeah, the the regular is just fine to go and get because I I think if you get it for two to three dollars, I think it's going to end up being a six to nine dollar card because yeah. the, the demand is high enough for it for it to recover from the reprint. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then we get into Pact of Negation. Uh, that one I also was thinking just go for the regulars because the foils are pretty damn expensive. Uh compared to well i guess you could go for foils they're 25 but the regulars right now are 11 bucks and those can be around 25 well yeah yeah i'm no, not it's, talking it's myself a really good card. Both it, it's it's basically a free counter spell in modern which is the only one you just got to be winning that turn yeah so but both the, the regulars for modern masters and future site are over 20 for the regulars, so you could see a double up on this one if you Ended yeah, up just yeah. going regular. I, I can of foil. see going doubling for both yeah. cases. Uh, another one that we. Uh, this one I'm pretty uh, high on is Imperial Recruiter. Yeah. Now, this card was uh, first printed in Portal 3 Kingdoms. Now it's in this. It's down around $40. Uh, and it's used in a kind of fringe legacy deck. But if that deck takes off, Imperial Recruiter demand goes up. And uh, I, I see a $40 price tag being much more in the future. Yeah, and the uh, foils are doubled up on that. But if you look at the the only, this is the only like real, they had the promo. They had a Judge, uh, judge promo. promo, which is $125. Uh, and then the portal, but there isn't a lot out there. So the inventory yeah, on that, the, it's the portal 3K is, it's more expensive it's really than the tough. foil. Yeah, they're basically, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. If you want a copy of that, I would uh, definitely jump now, on now's getting the time. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that with Summoner's Pact is another one that I was thinking we could go after. Um, that I was thinking more of the foils on those bad boys. Um, I can see that. It's the same thing as what I was talking about with Pact of Negation then, you know. And a, and a Pact of uh, or. Uh... Was this Summoner's Pack? Yeah, Summoner's Pack is, is green... also basically a green combo spell. Yeah. You you go and get one of your elves and just start going off, or you can go and get your Crater Hook Behemoth and just win. Yeah. So the foils of those are sitting at 13 um, when you look at Future Sight or Modern Masters, which is a pretty recent set. 
those are up around 30 or 25 bucks. Well, not yeah. recent, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not future site recent. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or other way around. Not future site old. It's more recent than that. <laughs> cool story. I, I can agree. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I would probably go for, now. unlike with Summoner's Pact, I would probably, or not, with Pact of Negation, those I would more stick to regular. These, you could go both ways. Do you go both ways? Nope. Just, <laughs> just one. Just one. Just one way. You sure? Yeah. You go both ways? Yeah. Because regulars are in the teens, and you can get it for around six bucks. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's late, man. It's two of a freaking clock. It's why two o'clock you, in the morning. Why would you ask me that question? <laughs> I thought you knew me. I don't know you anymore. You backstab really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so better. Yeah. Uh, one... <laughs> I'm never letting that down. Another tutor uh, that's going to go and get is uh, Eladomri's Call. Uh, It's green-white instant. You get to go and put a creature from your library into your hand. Um, This is pretty low at this point after the reprint. Uh, It's under $4. And I was more focused on the – I know the The foils are a little more expensive, but, man, when you look at Plane Shift compared to that, it's $75 where you can get these foils. Versus $15. Yeah, $14, $15. $14, $15. So you're – you're looking at a big increase, and so this potential is, increase, yeah. yeah. And I think this is more of a, a, a definitely a commander card. Yeah. Being able to just get any creature into your hand is solid. Um, then I think I had next on the list was Curse Catcher. Uh, Curse Catcher, you could go for the foils of these guys as well. Uh, they're at nine, whereas when it was uh, Shadowmar, it's at thirty-five. The regulars, you could probably go for those as a double up, maybe. I mean, they're at seven. Well, it's I mean, there's, quite a bit. I, yeah, there's, it's used quite a bit in modern and legacy merfolk, uh, which is always uh, a threat. It's not always played a ton, but sometimes, for some reason, a merfolk deck just wins a tournament. Everybody buys merfolk, and then it falls out of favor again. Yeah. Like it, uh, fairly similar to like goblins and yeah. elves. So, next one, uh, we uh, Luminarch Ascension. Uh, this is. It's a this is a really good uh, commander card commander, in my mind it's to amazing. to get like a a target on your head. Yeah, but right it's, away. it's really good. Uh, so that's an enchantment for a white and a colorless, and then it's if you don't get damage, you get a counter. Or no, yeah, yeah if you don't yep. lose life a turn, you get a ta- counter, and, and then, then you can pay two and then to get a four four angel to get a four four angel, and you can tap as many white and colorless as you want to do. It's stupid. So the the funny thing with this one is it's two bucks regular, four bucks for foil. The foils of Zendikar are fourteen, so you're looking at a ten dollar potential. Yeah, the, the foils are definitely the way to go with this one if you're looking yeah. for a lot of increase there. Yeah, definitely. And then we knew, move into this is the one that you had in your deck, the uh, Pernicious Deed. Yeah, is, uh, I like that card a lot actually. And I was thinking along the same lines as um, what we were just talking about, Luminarch Ascension. Go for the foils of these. I mean, these are two bucks. Foils are nine, but they're upwards of twenty to forty bucks. I mean, I was just printed in Conspiracy, and those are at twenty bucks. Yeah, and I can I can see them being on par with whatever the Conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, stuff is so you're looking if, at a double not, up there yeah and at least because remember the, the i think the foiling process on the masters 25 does look a lot better and it has the watermark, the watermark makes it really sweet. good yeah. yeah so this one again foil i mean if you want all these going for regulars is totally fine too but when we do a focus on one or the other that, that, that one i'm saying more focus on the foil if you're looking to increase um spec on it yeah make money and then uh 
Uh, another one that we're thinking that's pretty dang low is Rashad and Port. Uh, it's uh, can tap for a colorless, or you can pay one, tap it, and tap down an opponent's land. Um, and yeah. this is this is used in Legacy Death and Taxes, and this is um, it's a solid card in there. It, it's kind of tough to figure out if you want foil or not. You could go both ways with that. <laughs> Going both ways. A lot. I, don't, I don't know why you get <laughs> flustered with this, but, uh, but, but the modern or the the first printing is from Mercadian Mask, which is right around eighty bucks right now. Yeah, and so you you have some no, ground no. to make oh, up. Oh yeah, eighty on. bucks there, but then the foil of this is seventy. Yeah, so I think and, I, you definitely. I think you want to pick up either. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah, this is at twenty. Like, or as you like to say, go both ways. Go both ways. Well, because look at that five hundred dollars for the foils. Yeah, I mean it was. Uh, yeah it's a while a long time ago so that's kind of the hard part with some of these printings yeah the judge promo yeah you got a judge promo that's about 150 that's probably a more realistic so you're looking at a 70 to 80 dollar increase yeah from the I th- foil that it's I, at I, right now. I think that's at least a more realistic um goal yeah uh then we move into now this one's a pretty interesting so it's maggots of the wheel uh, I was more focused on the foils of this, of course. I keep saying the foils. But, I mean, this is only printed in Commander, and the Commander card itself is 7, where you can get these for a buck, probably a buck 50 right now. So you could go for the regulars on this, but it hasn't been printed in foil. So the foil is at probably around eight fifty right now, 8 9 yeah. bucks. So it's only a dollar more than the Commander $7 one. So I think the foils of these could potentially go up and you really can only use this in commander and legacy right yeah and and i think this is a solid replacement for wheel of fortune because wheel yeah. is uh like over 80 dollars, and it that's not just it's just not a realistic car to go out and buy for decks and magus of the wheel is much more realistic along with a couple others but uh there was a reason why this card was seven bucks it's it's a it's a you know it's a three mana three three yeah that's better than Hill Giant. Yeah. <laughs> Good comparison. <laughs> way better than Hill yeah. Giant. Uh, next one. Uh, so we uh, we, we, we talked one. about this last week. So it's Mikakoro, uh, Center of the Sea. It's a yeah. solid land. It it goes in Nekusar. Yeah. Locust God. Foils of those. That's what Foils. I would say. Go further on those. Uh, next one is Ensnaring Bridge. Now, this one's still expensive, but if you compare it to... Um, well, you got, that's, oh, that's why I went for foil on these, uh, foils on these is actually what I was thinking to go after. Um, it's been printed quite a few times, but the foils tend to be over a hundred. These are at 70 right now. Um, every other foil printing, the lowest is 140. So you're looking at least at a double up with the seventh edition, eighth edition is at 153. Uh, and then you got all the inventions the invention. is at 188 so and, and i'll i'll admit one of the reasons why maybe the uh the other foils which are seventh and eighth edition are so expensive as well is because very very rare well it's um one of the first printings of foil too wasn't seventh edition the uh it's urza's something or other legacy oh no it's but, a but with the white border, border and border. That, with That's the right. foiling on the white borders they're actually black bordered then and that tends to be highly sought after. Mm-hmm. Like it'll it'll make a nothing card from seventh edition be worth a buck. Yeah, just because it has black border foil when it's but a bridge that. is used all the time. Yeah, this card is so good. 
It's a really good card. Yeah. So um, that that, but the, that's the, why I was saying the foils because you can get this. It's thirty seven right now. You can get any of the other editions for that same amount, pretty much. Uh, so that's, I mean, I don't know if I'd necessarily go for the regulars unless you don't have it in your collection. Yeah, I think it's a solid card to go and get into your collection if you um, got the moolah. And then we have two more cards left. You want to do Azusa? Yeah, Azusa, uh, Lost But Seeking. Uh, this card was bonkers in my Moldrotha deck. Yeah. Uh, so it's. Uh, <laughs> so you need to go get this go card. Go get this if you want to build with Moldrotha, uh, but it allows you to play two extra lands per turn yeah uh and so, so the foils of this are at 30 and your other two printings of foil which one's a judge promo um but they're at 53 was the judge promo but your champions of kamigawa is over 100 then, you know, so uh, you could go i guess even for the regular on this too because it's 18 versus 31 and this, and this is going to be a high demand card is in one of the most popular decks in modern yeah so and then our last card is uh, Rest in Peace. Um, looking at the foils on this one as well, 12 bucks for foils. Uh, Return to Ravnica was at 22 so this is, it's, it's like a double up. In, in my mind, this is a solid uh, sideboard card. Yeah. And sideboard cards are almost always needed. Like Stony Silence got a reprint, and then that card has recovered quite nicely with it. Like Graph Digger's Cage, which is another sideboard card. So sideboard cards tend to uh, go into a lot of different decks. They're not just focused. Yeah. So I, I think Rest in Peace is going to recover after this printing. All right. That does it for our Masters 25. That should be pretty much all the cards. We yeah. probably won't hit Masters 25 again. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably We can not. move it on. It might be a, a Smith spec later when it's really low or something. But yeah, we'll move into our final segment, which is going to be basically our news for the week. Ma -ma -ma Magic news. <laughs> you had it ready. You, you were, I was thinking about yeah, it. You're like, how am I going to do this? Uh, uh, so I did a stutter. That's what. Magic news. So there's a couple of things that happened this week. I guess the biggest news is with Brawl. Brawl's been kind of. It's, it's been taken off. It's a new format. I think a lot of people are ex uh, excited about it, but. Um, there was already some poo-pooing on the format, and that's why they made some changes. Yeah, so they banned uh, Baral, Chief of Compliance, and Sorceress Spyglass, and then they unbanned a bunch of cards here, too. Yeah. Do you know what? Well, so, like, well, they, they were like 50 to 75%, I guess, of was the Baral decks, decks. Was decks. And then Sorceress Spyglass actually shut just shut down, down Planeswalkers. Planeswalkers, which was you can have Planeswalker as your commander. Yeah, so. and, it, and this can go on any deck since it's artifact. Yeah. It's just kind of like, ah. Yeah, so that's kind of lame. So it's only for what we're saying here is everything. This is just for brawl. This doesn't affect commander. Uh, yeah. Your normal EDH. This is brawl. Brawl. Uh, brawl. But then they unbanned a bunch of cards. You want to start off with the yeah Feldar Guardian, which is a infinite combo with Sahili Ray. Yeah, and then they unbanned Aetherworks Marvel and a tune with Aether, Aether and Rogue Refiner, which, which are, are all. Energy cards. Yep. And then Remnant Ruins and Rampaging. Ferocidon. Yeah. Yeah. I so, love Ferocidon. It's good that they did unban these because you're playing with 100 cards. So. Oh, it's 60. Oh, yeah. But it's still a singleton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Singleton. That's what I meant. 60. Um, that's one other thing they did change. Uh, with 1v1, your life is not now 30. It's 20 when you're going 1v1. And then as your artifact general, so like Karn 
or your colorless commanders. Yeah. Um, you know, that are that Thopter, that's an artifact legendary creature. Hope of Japur. Yeah. Japur. So the problem that they're having is that you couldn't play those with lands because you couldn't use any yeah. of the wastelands because it's not in the set. So they, what they did is they made it so if you decided that those were your commanders, you have to choose one basic land type and then that's So if you're going swamps, it has to be all swamps. Yep. You can't just mess around with it. Which it makes sense. That's kind of cool. I like that they evolved that into that because you want to use Karn. Karn's freaking awesome. You see, he's up to sixty now. Yeah, he's yeah. Yes. That makes that makes dueling boxes feel better. <laughs> Can we adjust those prices? No. <laughs> well, and then I just opened up um, Tafiri and uh, one of my fat packs here. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Just getting better. Tough guy sniff. No. <laughs> I just get. My luck has gone away when it comes uh, to opening packs. <laughs> Did you buy a fat pack at all? No. You no. going to? No. I just like I, I always like to buy the fat pack because I like to have the box of each set. I, I bought the three packs for like you know the whoever One, lost the ba- lost. box, and those three packs were so bad. It just <laughs> I haven't bought another pack of Dominaria. You almost walked away from Magic. No, I just I'm done buying. I'm <laughs> I'm happy with what I have currently. I'll buy singles at this Unless point. Unless we can get a buy a box. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. If I can get a buy a box, I might open up another box. But I, I'm much more of a like I'll open packs until I feel bad, <laughs> and then I'm done. Like I just leave the set. I'm done buying it. And so like I'll run good. Like okay, I'm gonna buy three packs and at least one good rare out of it. I'm like I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if I if I buy two three packs and they're just garbage, I'm like done. That's kind of what happened with me with the Ixalan block. Like. I never got good stuff in those. Yeah, I was. I didn't get a single good thing out of those cards. It. I bought two packs of rivals, and it was garbage. Yeah. And I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> two packs. I'm not spending my money on this. Yeah. Uh. Well. Okay. So one more thing with commander. Uh. Um, yeah. Something pretty cool. I like that they do this. Uh. It's uh. Commander's anthology, and they're gonna have a second volume of it. Uh. And they uh they kind of revealed the lists that were coming out to it. Um. So it's going to be Built from Scratch, which is the Duretti Scrap Servant deck. Uh, Devour for Power, which is um, the Mimeoplasm deck. Uh, and then you have uh, Wade into Battle, which is the Kalem uh, Giant deck, basically. I'm not happy about that one. And then Atraxa. Atraxa, Breed uh, Lethality. Lethality. I would have totally read that wrong. I would have read Let- lethally, <laughs> and then I would have been like, "Oh wait, could have been there's a lethality." <laughs> well, the interesting thing about this is the MSRP on it is going to be 165, so you get all four of those decks with all the cards that are in it. And at the moment, the each one has at least a twenty dollar card or more in the deck. Um, but then that's going to change because it's being reprinted here. Yeah, so value is going to drop because supply increases and you're going to... But what I calculated out, I think... What did I text you? I think I said like six, six of the cards... Six cards would get you $165. Yeah, six out of five, 400 cards gets you the 165 my, pro- my problem generally is is I want to keep the good cards though. Yeah. And so I'd want to sell like all of them but those six. And that's a lot tougher. Yeah. Um, but you could sell... Uh, yeah, I guess. Attracts a 30 bucks right now. Yeah, I'd love to have two. But you sell all those six, and then yeah. you go and buy another one, and then you do it again, and then you have 
bunches and bunches of value Minus, cards. So 394 <laughs> cards. <laughs> That's kind of how I had with scavenging news when that worked yeah. out. I just freaking kept selling just the one card, buy another one. It's, buy another it's one. good because... Uh, Atraxa needed another printing. I agree. Because she's getting way too expensive for a commander set that came out two years ago. I I think the way that you were talking about it is a lot of work in my mind. Yeah. But, like, I'm just not really worth or willing to do that um, for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I work really hard to find my value. And then when it comes to something easy like this, I just. ah, So, when the first anthology came out, I don't remember that actually. And so, how easy do you remember it all? Do you know how easy they were to come by? Like, could you get these at like Target? No, no, you can't really get it at Target if from what i remember but now they've changed how things are doing like they're actually releasing masters and everything at target now do you think this is going to be available at target and your big box they they probably have it somewhere in the announcement but i i don't think so so Uh, it's going to be at your local game store i think so i think it's a little bit rarer than box stores do you think this 165 price is going to stick uh i think stores will break it apart and sell it for more. Well, I'm thinking online, eBay. I bet you this is uh, going to be way up there. I think initially it it's going to be really high. Be it could be. They probably already have listings. Yeah, I, June eighth. So it's actually pretty soon that this is going to be released. So just a little less a than month. a month. Yeah, yeah, three weeks. So yeah, that's pretty I'm much surprised that they're actually releasing it. And like so right now, the I feel like they foil. Then are they in this? Isn't that what? No, I don't think the commanders are foil, but I do believe that they changed the legend crown to the Dominaria version. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's kind of how they did it. Um, I'm surprised that they're not releasing this like in the winter for Christmas or something, because this is a bigger thing. Since that... they changed their commander schedule and had commander come out in the a little late bit earlier. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it gets far enough away. Maybe it's competing too much with the new set. Yeah. Um, they needed Whatever. the in-between sets. You know, this is their thing. Yeah. So, I don't hey, know. Hey, do you want to spend more money? Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, I'm curious to see how the prices stay. If, you know, they stay at the prices they're at, I'll probably buy it and sell off a couple of them and see how many I can turn before the uh, yeah, prices I think, drop. I think there's some great value to be found in this. Yeah, so. definitely. Uh, I think that wraps it up. We're pretty long this week. There was a lot to talk about. So, we're going to kind of cut things off pretty quick here. It's like normal. Not like I guess what we're an hour. We always aim for an hour, and we're always over an hour. (laughs) Well, we did pretty good then. We talked for like thirty minutes on how the cards went and everything. You did a great job today. (laughs) You did too, buddy. Thank you. (laughs) You guys have all been great listeners too. Like super, just attentive. I love it. Uh, So yeah, that wraps up this week's episode. Um, You should you should compliment our listeners as well. I don't know why you're ignoring them. You guys are pretty. <laughs> that word. You sounded better still. <laughs> yeah. Should I get that knife out of your Yeah, back? I was gonna say, can you remove that? It's affecting my mood. <laughs> Douchebag. God, that oh I'm glad I brought it up at the yeah, end so then you're just not gonna be able to sleep. You know, I, I think if I wouldn't have got a win on that last game, I think I would have been still a little more bitter. I think that helped a little bit. I'm like, okay, I comboed off, I'm fine, but still that stings. <laughs> i loved it that was a great play yeah you were you were chuckling i was like what the hell man come on 
ethics and cousins and none of that means nothing to you you deserved it no i'm never trusting you again <laughs> never again anyways that wraps up this week uh you guys can uh check us out uh on twitter at commander smiths or shoot us an email at commandersmiths at gmail.com and like i said uh, i will be working on that video at some point here soon i actually do want to get that up as one of our newer things to yeah. have a video to watch to see how we do our proxies it's a pretty slick way to make our cards look good because there is a thing of like easier way of doing it well an easier way to do it but then you don't also just want a card that you look at the the sleeve and it just says the name of the card or written on a piece of paper you know we make it actually look pretty nice and I'm a stiffler for that. Stiffler? Stickler. Stickler. I'm a stiffler. You know, <laughs> stiffler. <laughs> There's an American Pie yeah. reference. What the heck? I'm, I'm a stiffler. <laughs> this is what happens. It's 2.30 in the morning. Uh, you have a stiffler. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think that'll wrap up this episode. I don't know what we're doing next week, but we'll do something. I feel guys. like you're just elongating this so that it is longer so that you're right so five right. minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we will uh, see you guys next week. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. See ya.